So before we start this episode, I have a little disclaimer. The reason for this episode being so late is there is quite a bit of white noise in the background on both our microphones. And I do apologize, I've been working super hard to try and reduce it as much as possible, but I am aware that it is there in the background. And I want to apologize in advance for this to all of you listening. And a little side note on myself, I actually forgot to thank Oscari for coming on this episode at the end of it so I want to take the opportunity before the episode starts and thank Oscari for coming on the show this is a great episode where we're going to be discussing a bunch of uncharted things baseball and god knows what else so let's not keep this lingering I'm gonna shut the hell up and hand it over to myself in the past for this episode of the speedrunner podcast thank you for listening all right ladies and gentlemen welcome to the speedrunner podcast episode number five and with me today i have none other than oscari say hello how are you doing hey how's it going i'm uh, doing all right nice nice glad to hear it all right so how about we just start it off a little bit softly here and first of all just tell us a little bit about yourself uh, yeah, uh, I'm a, I'm a, an Icelandic speedrunner, mostly known for uh, playing Uncharted games. Um, I ran Uncharted 1 at HTTQ 19, so it's not a lot much more to say. <laughs> All right, well, easy easy start there. But um, how did you get into speedrunning from the very beginning? Uh, yeah, I'm, I was actually through Uncharted one as well so i uh i was browsing through uh i had been watching speedruns for a while don't remember actually exactly when i started watching speedruns in general but uh, uh sometime at the end of 2016 i was i happened across often donkeys uncharted one run from hdq 2015 and uh i had a ps4 and uncharted so i thought like Okay, I might as well try this, and uh, I just stuck with it. All right, nice. So it was essentially Uncharted that that got you into speedrunning from from the very beginning. Then, yeah, and the the exact same run I did at last SGQ was the same speedrun that got me into speedrunning. Oh, nice. Um, but like as most of us know, most most speedrunners, uh, they tend to well, showcase their skills or their runs in general on Twitch. So how did you how did you get into to streaming? Um, well, I'm not much of a streamer. I haven't streamed in months and months. But um, originally it was just because I didn't have a capture card so I could stream for my PS4. Um, and then, like, usually I do speedruns offline because uh, it's more of a comfy environment. But uh, I have streamed some randomizers with my friends and stuff but i don't stream a lot all right 
Is there any any reason where why you don't stream as much as you used to? Um, I guess it's just like uh, I have a comfort setup when it comes to doing offline runs. I like putting stuff on in the background to uh, kind of spread my like so I'm not too focused on being stressed. I guess, but um, I mean, I'm not close to streaming more in the future. All right. Um, so diving off the path a little bit of speed running there. Um, everyone, everyone has a username. Everyone has some kind of story. Some some are more boring than others, and some are weird, random, or just hilarious, or some are just their names. So how how did you get your username, Oscari? Right, so uh, my name is Oscar with a uh, with K. So uh, you might be starting getting some ideas as to how it makes sense. But uh, like a, a common Icelandic nickname for someone called Oscar is Skari, S K A R I. And then my best friend of many years, uh, he refers to me as Ossi, O S S I. And uh, he one day he told me like. Oh, I have a I have a good new nickname for you, and then he said it's Oscari. And I said, "Yeah, it's stupid." <laughs> <laughs> but then, like, I had to make some account for something later on, and I, that popped into my head. And uh, it's like it's free basically anywhere. So it's like that username that's free anywhere that I and it's kind of stuck with me. So. Well, it used to be free anywhere, at least, until you took it. Right. <laughs> I think Twitter is the only place that I haven't been able to get it. That's why I have the SR on Twitter. Oh, is is so there's actually someone who's got Oscari on Twitter? Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, it's not the most, like, common username, so you'd think it would be available. Yeah, there's, like, uh, it has something to do with Finland. There's, there's someone on YouTube called Oscari, and there, it's a, I've, I've like, I... Watched a couple of their videos just to like, it's not like a someone who does a content creator. It's just like a random person. But I think I heard some Finnish in there. So you sit there watching their videos, like shaking your fist, <laughs> like you bastard. <laughs> well, on YouTube it doesn't it doesn't really matter, but on on Twitter, like the names have to be unique. Um. So going back to speedrunning a little bit, you you mentioned um, you mentioned the AGDQ twenty fifteen there. Uh, how you got into speedrunning? Was that the first time you saw a speedrun? And do you remember who who it was? The first one you ever saw? I don't remember that. I don't think that was the first one, uh, but it's like the first one I remember. Uh, that was that was Oven Donkey, who uh, actually after doing that run, he uh, got a job at Naughty Dog for like did QA testing. Oh wow! And he he works at Santa Monica. Now he he was he did testing on uh, on God of War, the new one. Wow. Just, just so they saw him at AGDQ and just decided like, oh, we need this guy on our team. <laughs> Something like that. I don't know. I don't know the whole story actually, but I, I think that's like the catalyst to it. All right. So he was the first the first uh, speed run you sat, saw, or first notable at least. I don't rem- I All don't right, remember yeah. anything else. All right. I mean, it's fairly common. Like, it's it's like asking, like, "Oh, do you remember the first time you took your first steps?" Like, yeah, it's, you don't you don't put these things to memory usually, unless it had like some sort of big impact, life changing event, or that kind of thing. It's 
it's completely understandable if no one understands or uh, no one remembers who who the first run watch i don't i don't remember who the first speedrunner i saw live i mean i could take a guess uh, who but i have no idea if it's true yeah i mean there's a little reason people say like so many people say cyclamic sm64 43 grind was the their first speedrun yeah was it because it was like the ogs yeah it's either like cyclamic or or uh, narcissa right all right. So, like you mentioned, you you weren't streaming as much uh, because you preferred doing practice and such uh, offline uh, while doing something else, watching something. I I can relate to that. I like doing that as well. Uh, but what what I want to kind of combine the two questions here is like what what's your goal with speedrunning, and then kind of separate it once when you stream. What is your goal with with streaming? Uh, it's just have fun. Uh... I think it's like really important to uh, I don't know. At, le- at least for me, it doesn't really uh, work if I'm not having fun. I lose motivation instantly if I'm if I'm, I feel like if feel it's a chore or anything like that. So it's just about like keeping it cool. And is that about like is that both for speed running or and streaming or is it like are are there separate? Uh, separate goals for the for the two of them <laughs> that's kind of like my goal in general in life i guess it's like be easy going but uh, uh for like speed running it, it's really important from i i've learned this throughout the years and uh it feels like a, a long time since i started speedrunning, but in the grand scheme of things it's only like january 2017 which is not that long ago but uh like it's about like mindset is really important because um when I started learning Uncharted 1, I had like no preconception of anything, and uh, I just like kept on playing the game and improving. And uh, but then like I've I've gone, and I've stuck with Uncharted through, for three years. So something went right there. But then there's other games where I've started learning them maybe, and then lost interest, and uh, maybe I haven't realized it at the time. But I, I'm realizing it more and more that uh if you if you come into a maybe you're you're like you've learned a bunch of speedruns and you think you're a pretty competent speedrunner and you uh you have this preconception of like how good how fast you you become good at something and uh for me at least that leads to like getting burnt out instantly but if i come in come in with the like mindset of just having no expectations then uh, i feel like i last much longer yeah and that's a good mindset to have as well uh just like just clear your mind essentially and just no expectation just just do it just play, as play like, shia labeouf would say play the game because it's fun yeah all right so so when you when you practice offline uh and and practice your runs like how how much how much do you practice? Like, how many hours roughly do you put into practice time? Um, like, I think, uh, I think uh, doing runs is really good practice. But then, like, if there's a specific thing that I'm really like not confident with, like, it's all about risk reward doing speed runs. So if I if there's like a, a trick that I I feel like I'm really inconsistent and inconsistent at, I will. I'll, I'll like practice it and then if I'm confident I'll do runs but uh, if uh, 
yeah, I guess like my favorite kind of practice is just doing runs. All right. Well, that is an effective way because then you can help each other out as well. Like if you're if you're streaming it, for example, you can you can ask your audience for help or get like feedback from other runners as well live while you're doing it. That kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's a big. That's a big like pro to streaming actually, which is a good point. It's like if uh if all the the top runners of our game speed run, or stream it, and uh, the other top runners watch the streams, then uh, information like gets around much faster. Oh yeah, especially when there's like uh, I don't know how it's about with uh, with the Uncharted series, but like in some games there's like new new glitches or something that someone discovered, and that's a, like a prime opportunity to help each other out to like okay how do we execute this in the best way by watching someone else asking questions putting out suggestions like live when when you're testing it out yourself as well so you get a bunch of different ideas on how to how to implement a new new something into a run or a route for example yeah yeah like like communication is so good for like getting teaching people new strats it's like Input with input, uh, on screen input for for escapes is like it does the job for a lot of the time, but in my experience, some of the harder tricks you kind of need just like somebody to describe how they do it so you can formulate like a, a thing in your head. Which, like, input videos, like, there's a, there's a trick in uh, Uncharted 1 called a sky launch, which is like only the top two or three runners do it and it's pretty pretty difficult i've i've started recently i haven't put it in a run yet but i have started like practicing it and doing attempts and uh it's one of those tricks where you like i've I've looked at videos for years with inputs and like not been able to figure it out but that um recently me and another uncharted speedrunner called rocky have been like kind of just talking to each other, each other, learning like the trick at the same time, and uh, it's like paid dividends. While like the input video is like, okay, I guess he's pressing circle there, but like it doesn't really tell me anything. Yeah. So like that being said, that you've been working with Rocky to help figure out the skips. That what would you say about like the uncharted speedrunning community in general? Like, is it I know, I know. Like speedrunning communities as a whole are usually quite friendly and help each other out. But what about the like Uncharted one specifically? Is it are they like welcoming everyone open arm, helping people out if they have questions, that kind of thing? Yeah, for sure. We're like we're pretty, pretty like not too like uh, toot our own horns, but um, we're like really accepting, and we've gotten like uh, feedback from from people coming into the community being like really uh happy with the reception and as long as you're not an asshole we'll accept you and we like trying to help people yeah well that's nice i mean I'm, i just felt like asking the questions just in case because i don't know much about uncharted or uncharted speedrunning as a whole so you never know there's been any like drama or anything like that i mean from what i know most i want to say like 99.9 percent of all speedrunning communities are very friendly and welcome everyone with open arm because they want new people in for more competition, fresh blood, that kind of thing. 
but moving on a little bit, uh, I want to ask you about not just Uncharted as like, or a game in general, but like speedrunning as a whole. What would you say is the most difficult thing about speedrunning? Like for me, it's just the mindset, it's just like grinding. Because if you if you don't have the right mindset, and you, then grinding becomes like really awful. But as long as you keep fun, then it's like and it's, it sounds like well, thanks, I'm cured. But like, just it's it's kind of crazy how much just changing your mindset makes things easier. Yes, and what in what ways do you if you're having a bad run, for example? Do you just like end the stream or end the run, or do you have any like tips or tricks to to make it fun for not only yourself but maybe for your viewers? Yeah, so like losing runs, if you look at it like if you look at it like you lost a run, then it's, it becomes really difficult to accept. But if you look at take it as a learning experience, so like if it's RNG, then like whatever, it's RNG. What was I supposed to do? But if it's uh, something you you could have done better then just learn from it and uh, put it into practice like when when you get to that point next try to think of that moment and not do the not do it so badly again I guess okay on the on the flip side then like what's the what's the most fun thing about speed running most fun yeah uh, community i guess it's like when i when i started playing uncharted one uh, i was just kind of uh you know doing it with a very very nordic uh sensibility i just like uh just play the game post my runs wasn't really bothering anybody and uh and then i, I got a comment on one of my videos from from my friend robe xd who is a uncharted speedrunner as well he, he just commented something like short and nice like nice seeing the progression there and uh i kind of just like uh that was like the first interaction i had with anyone in the community and and now three years later i can like he and all the other guys in the community are good friends of mine but i think i don't think you like speedrunning without a community is not as fun i think yeah being being alone is is very very difficult like if you're trying to grow or get better and improve times and have no one to like throw your ideas to bounce off of i know that uh, a few years ago uh, myself and uh, a guy called leonis we really got into jade cocoon an old ps1 game started speedrunning that and made it more competitive and really tried making these thorough guides for people to join us but it ended up like the community was very very small we weren't many and we were really looking for more people to get in and after a while just grinding world record and like competing against each other we both kind of quit because there there really wasn't a sense of community like everything had been figured out there was nothing really to improve on except like getting good rng and there was nobody new to like teach the run to in the sense so like i, I kind of agree with it like having a good community that's that's alive essentially um can make speedrunning a lot more fun yeah and i i also feel like a lot of my motivation comes from uh, beating other people not in a in a like aggressive way but like as soon as i have a as soon as i see myself on on top 
like where if I reach my some goal I said or or like if my goal was reach sub forty two in a in a speed run and I reach that and I don't see myself having a huge amount of uh time left to gain or I'm like at the top of the leaderboard I would kind of just lose motivation fast but as soon as somebody is like setting a new standard and like showing you with a run like this is possible you can do this like that's that's what really motivates me yeah i mean competition is healthy as they say but i want to i want to talk a little bit about the difference the different runs you've done you've you've played a bunch of different games uh, a bunch of different uncharted games as well and from what i can see most of them are on ps4 uh, but when you when you practice or don't stream, do you? And this is most mostly for the games that aren't PS4, PS4. But like, do you do you play them on console or emulator or like a PC port or something? So yeah, most of my runs are are PS4, and uh, like most mostly just because it's convenient. Like, consoles are really convenient, but then. Uh, uh, I re- recently I've been playing Yakuza Kiwami 2 and uh, and I, I, I bought that on PS4 just to play it casually but then I, I tried to speedrun it on there and the loads are just so horrible the loads in a in a two hour speedrun the loads on PS4 lose like 30 minutes oh, wow yeah <laughs> so it's like so the run is actually like an, an hour and a half without the loads or uh, like my PB current, currently the PB my PB is uh, two hours ten minutes and the world record is like a one fifty nine, but on on PS four the world record would be like two hours thirty minutes. Oh oh wow! <laughs> yeah, and it's like I I don't I'm not bothered with the length of the run per se if it were two hours two hours thirty minutes, um, but it's just like the the loads sitting through loads becomes really tiring and it's easy to lose your focus so so i switched to um pc on that and uh that's the only pc one i've done uh but then i've done like a few emulator runs i I did uh race driving for the snes which is uh, a hot meme yeah (laughs) and uh then i did oh actually did nifty dreams on pc as well which is like a random game we only me and my friends run. Oh, was it like a, a meme game as well, or just something random? Uh, it's like random. So Tuan Man, who was a, a guest on on your show last week, he uh, he uh, had a period of time where he was only allowed to buy games with dogs in it. <laughs> with dogs. And uh, yeah, Meepy Dreams was one of those. So we uh, just put a leaderboard up and ran it for a bit and uh, yeah it's a pc game but it might actually be more optimal on mobile which is kind of funny on mobile really yeah because then you have touch controls all right i've, ne- I've never i've never heard of this game so i really have no idea but it just sounds like um like a mobile game being more op- optimal than a console or a PC game that sounds weird. Yeah, the world record, current world record, is on iOS actually. But uh, I mean, there's I don't know how much the the times are not that optimized on the game. I mean, is it a, is it a popular game? Yeah, no, it's not really popular. It's basically um, a random person and then 
four of my oh, three of my friends. I bet that random person's been like, "Yes, finally, <laughs> competition, someone to challenge." I have the obligatory meme uh, game because I'm Icelandic, so I, I run Lazy Town Super Superhero Challenge, which is a browser game. Yeah, that's the one I, I was looking at uh, that I said the tenth place on there, but it's a browser game. That is that. Do you consider that like a a meme game as well as you mentioned oh, earlier? For sure. It's just like <laughs> RNG. It's like a board game, and you you uh, spin like a thing, and you get a number, and depending on what you what you land on, you you lose time or you don't lose time. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, RNG simulator. Let's go. <laughs> uh, but going back to like the topic of emulator and console, uh, do you think like there are certain advantages or disadvantages to both? Uh, yeah, for sure. Like. Uh, emulator the advantage obvious advantage for emulator is like accessibility like anyone can can uh, get themselves an emulator and uh, and uh, get a ROM however legally that might be acquired yeah <laughs> but, which like is good for getting people into the, into games especially if they're like expensive or obscure or whatever so I think it's really like that's like the obvious positive. Um, maybe a con would be like not every emulator runs perfectly. Most of them don't actually. So I really understand why some communities ban them, but still think they're valuable. Yeah, and, and in terms of practice for some games, emulators are really useful as you can like save certain states and sections where you usually can't save just to practice a certain thing or a certain glitch or whatever. Uh, but like, are you into are you into sports or anything like that at all? Uh, yeah, I I, I, I played badminton for ten years as a kid, and then uh, I uh, followed baseball, which is extremely uncharacteristic of a Icelandic person. Yeah, it's not that big over on Iceland, is it? No, like non-existent, basically. <laughs> And then I also follow Formula One. All right, but I I have several questions about baseball. Like, how did you get into baseball? On because as you said, it's not very popular on Iceland. Yeah, so like, I have a, I have an interest in in things that are weird, and uh, like baseball to me is like or was weird at least. It's interesting. I like I like sports that don't have clocks as well. Yeah, and. Uh, then uh, like I was watching a Canadian streamer, and uh, there's there's one Canadian team in, in in Major League Baseball, which is the Toronto Blue Jays, and um, they were like going on about how good they were at the moment, and they had been good for a while, and that how was I, yeah, I was like like whoa, there's a Canadian baseball team in American, the American League, okay, uh, so I just kind of like started watching because I had like casual interest um, and uh, yeah the, like I happened to join when at, at such a good moment where like the team was really good and some huge moments occurred and I, I like really like the sport so I've just stuck with it even though it's kind of hard to follow it sometimes because it's in America and uh, like the East Coast is, is four hours away um, in the summer so Thankfully, the Blue Jays are on the East Coast or like in the East, Eastern time zone. So um, usually the games start at like 11 p.m. my time, 
which is like doable but if they're on like the still very late though yeah and like the baseball games are pretty long so yeah how long what, what is the average length of a baseball game like almost three hours damn or about three hours i guess damn that's a long time well it's the same with the nfl really like american football is like somewhere or it feels like most games are somewhere between like an hour and a half and three hours depending on how many stops the plays get <laughs> pretty much yeah the thing with, with baseball is that draws don't exist so like the teams will play forever until somebody wins oh that's a, re- <laughs> a recipe for potential disaster <laughs> yeah so like maybe like once or twice a year you'll see a game that goes like six hours six hours jesus maybe, christ maybe six hours is like the the really longest they become but <laughs> yeah the thing is that like play you you can use all your players the roster is 25 people 26 now actually and that you can use them all but you can only use them once so uh like when you when you've gotten into the the fourth or fifth hour you're, you're starting to use uh people in out of position you're starting to use like people who don't pitch as pitchers and it becomes real interesting wow <laughs> that actually sounds pretty fun <laughs> yeah it is that's it's called extra innings and people like it's called free baseball like when it goes longer right so we we digress a little bit there but the reason i bring sports up uh is because uh there there's sports and there's esports and then there there's little baby speed runner or spe- <laughs> speed running and like would you be able to consider speedrunning a form of form of esport yeah for sure it's like uh, a sport is just like being good at kicking a ball or whatever you know so esport is just being good at a video game i guess i like organized in some way so uh i think i think uh speedrunning is like racing i guess yeah you'd consider racing a sport i'd consider speedrunning a sport in the same way as racing is a sport and that, and that's the thing, like, because there are races and they're usually held at events like AGDQ, ESA, RPG Limit Break, that kind of thing. But no one, and if you compare it to the esports scene, there's usually like you get tournaments of like League of Legends, Dota Two, StarCraft, uh, whatever, um, and they're usually called call like they have tournaments or 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 leagues. But in speed ring, running, you don't really have that. Like, would you? consider like the possibility that in the future certain games would be viable to be put into like a league or a tournament kind of format yeah the hard thing about speedrunning is that like like you mentioned league of legends and stuff like esports has the, the has the big games that have been like popular for for years and years it's kind of difficult with speedrunning because it's it's a lot of smaller communities um and uh, i think it's less about making speedrunning like esports and just presenting speedrunning in the best way possible. Yeah, it's like its own its own separate entity then, essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, I guess yeah. Like speedrun marathons are a great way to present speedrunning. But we also seen like like the ESA break the record SM sixty four event that was recent. Uh, that's like another great way to do that. But it might not work for everything. Works pretty well for SM64 because it's so pro- popular and 
I was gonna mention that. I mean, certain games don't really work for like drive race driving, for example. I doubt I will see like a big competitive scene for that. No offense to the runners or anything like no that, but like taken. if you compare it to like yes, SM Super Mario sixty four, there are I think it's over eighteen hundred runners of that game on speedrun dot com at least, and then there's probably even more who hasn't even submitted a time. Uh, so just there is potential for something, for example, like those type of sizes of games or like. Uh, the Zelda series are insanely popular as well, certain of the games. But like comparing them to smaller scenes or smaller communities, I don't think that would work. But if you were to apply it, then possibly to like Super Mario 64 is, is a great example. Yeah, or like I think randomizers are also a good good thing. Because like, like Link to the Past randomizer is insanely raceable, like infinitely raceable. So like. Uh, I don't know if everybody considers that speedrunning randomizers, but I I do, and it's a good way to like at least get people interested in like playing games fast. Yeah, it's a great gateway into getting it. And I mean, as you said, some people consider randomizers speedruns, and some people don't. But I think it completely depends on the game and what the community of said games take is on the randomizer, like the link to the past. Um, randomizer is generally well received and there's a lot of people running it but then there are other games where randomizers are just continue like considered non-canon if you wish to the speedrunning community yeah i mean it's, i guess it's like it's not speedrunning in the sense like you can't really do a leaderboard for a randomizer so that kind of like uh is one like step removed from speedrunning but it's still like you're playing playing the game as fast as you can yeah well, playing the game as fast as you can, it's kind of... Isn't that what speedrunning is, though? Yeah, it is. That's why I, I consider it speedrunning. But I can I can see the argument that you can't really do leaderboards or randomizers. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, we mentioned a little bit there about like races and comparing that to the esports scene and that kind of thing. And I want to I wanna dive into like your, your thoughts of like uh, the GDQ, ESA, and RPG limit breaks. But before before we do that... Um, you you touched on it a little bit earlier in the podcast about that you attended the SGDQ twenty nineteen for the Uncharted one uh, any percent no airwalk. Could you could you dive into that a little bit more? Um, dive into like my experience of of uh, doing the run or just attending the event. In yeah, just like as uh, attending the event in com- comparison to like watching the event from the comfort of your home. Yeah, so like I attended with with a few of my friends. Uh, which I think if I think like attending the difference between attending and, and watching is like watching you're just like in your home uh, and it's a, a comfy experience and you might be tempted to like attend which is which is good but I I don't think I would have gone alone I think that's kind of like because it's a lot about like just hanging out with your friends for a week um, and the, the stream is kind of like secondary almost when you're at the at the venue so i was kind of i didn't spend a huge amount of time in the stream room but you know just kind of hanging out with my friends playing uh, pinball playing board games playing whatever and that's uh, i only have positive things to say for like my experience attending the event um yeah when you watch it at home you're more about it's more about like watching the speed runs yeah so so like the comparison is like when you're watching it on the stream 
it's more about you're focused on the speed running aspect but whereas you're there it's more based on the like the community of it all yeah all right uh was it was that the only event you attended the 2019 sgdq yeah so how did the how did the run go like uh, i want to kind of dive more into the topic of the uncharted series uh so explain for those who don't know what is the no airwalk any percent yeah so so there's a trick called the airwalk as you might have guessed and uh it used to be like only possible in in any percent no ng plus sorry and uh and it's basically like it, it allows you to skip from from like chapter four to chapter 11 as an example that's one application of it and it, it makes the run like uh, like uh, ng plus also has like super speed tweaks and uh, slow motion tweaks which is like why we uh, why it was only possible in ng plus but uh so that brings the run down to like 20 minutes um without the super speed thing it would have been like it's like around 30 minutes like on a bad run but uh the trick is just so awful to do without the super slow-mo uh, tweak which like basically just slows the game down so you can because you need to mash really hard and uh yeah so like as soon as i saw that run i just like lost all uh like motivation to play the games like oh that's it's awful so uh but then when then the uh the, the mods decided to to uh do another category called any percent no way walk and uh which is like now any percent there's no real any percent for uncharted one because there was only this one run and nobody else ran it which tells you how awful the run is but <laughs> but yeah like the you know where walk route is really good and there's a lot of like there's a lot of, the thing i like about uncharted games is that they kind of you everyone has like the the mind the idea of these games that they are like te- technical marvels and unbreakable which they are technical marvels and i remember playing uncharted 1 in 2007 and being like blown away but then there's also like the factor that you can just like do things a little bit weird and the games are just like completely broken apart so does the does the uncharted well not just the uncharted 1 game but like the uncharted series as a whole do they have like different categories i mean usually usually the default category of a game is just called any percent but like is do they have different categories and is there another one that's the the main category for that game uh usually it's just any percent for most of them the uncharted one is basically the exception because of that airwalk all right so how do they differ like the categories are there are there like um, competitive other categories or are there just like as some people say just meme categories essentially i'm sure one has like the the biggest variety of like pretty like good good categories i i I would say like categories that like a lot of people want to uh, run um you know there's like all treasures which is basically like a hundred percent which is uh pretty cool uh because you, you get to skip so much of the game you get you kind of like have to uh take a different route see more of the game but still skip a lot of it and then ng plus is like the super baby one 
uh, but like all the games are really different, which is kind of interesting. So like Uncharted One has a glitch where you can just clip through any wall, basically, and uh, Uncharted Two has has an airwalk as well, but it's different, and that lets you skip a lot of stuff, and really interesting. Uh, Uncharted Three has less stuff, but it has like uh, cover launches. You can just like launch out of cover. That does some interesting things, but uh, a lot of the, the game is it's pretty slow because it's like more cinematic, um, and that's kind of like the progression with the games as well. As before you go, Uncharted Four is like four hours of in-game time, which is like almost five hours if you include loads, <laughs> and. Uh, so that's pretty bad. But then Uncharted Lost Legacy, which was the like expansion to Uncharted 4, uh, is also pretty good. It has some skips because like yeah, even though Uncharted 4 is long and doesn't have a lot of skips, um, it's got a lot of glitches. You know, you can clip out of bounds and do stuff, but it doesn't lead to anything. Still on the topic of like um, AGDQ and SGDQ and that kind of thing, what was it like? Doing a speed run in front of like a crowd in front of thousands of thousands of people online. I was I was uh, it was good. I was um, surprisingly not that stressed. Which, well, like the run before me went a bit overestimate. So I uh, like it was pretty. It was supposed to be like eleven p.m. at the event, um, but actually I started like later. So most like a lot of people had went gone to sleep or, or something. So the actual audience on site wasn't that big, but still like a hundred thousand people watching online. Uh, but you can't really feel them. And also with the way the the venue is set up, there's a there's a bit of separation between you and the audience. So I, I don't know if that had any, had a, anything to do with it, but I was pretty calm. It was just like the. Were you aware at the time of that there was a hundred thousand people watching you? Oh yeah, of course. Like, I've I've been watching these events for a while, and so if you watch the viewer count, it's like always over hundred k. So what was that, what was that like knowing that there was that many people watching you? Yeah, I wasn't really thinking about it. I just uh, I was thinking just just more thinking about uh, playing the game well and and talking about it in a in in a language that's not my native language. So it's like. Like I, my, I didn't have any brain capacity on, on thinking about how many people were watching. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's a good thing that you were completely focused on the run and the game, because I mean, the added pressure of knowing that a hundred thousand people are watching your every move—that's got a, I mean, it's, it's a bit of a re- recipe for for choking, kind of. Yeah, and it's kind of like, whenever I, I, uh, tell like relatives or whatever about like. I don't think anybody like fully understands like I, I might say like yeah 100,000 people are watching and they like okay but they, I don't think they're fully grasping it I, I don't think I am fully grasping either because like 100,000 people is like uh, a third of the population of Iceland so yeah <laughs> that's a lot of people though like a lot of people but did you get any like like tips or anything like before you you sat down on that couch? Like did the staff or any other runners give you any tips? Uh, not really. It's just like uh, they asked me like uh, like some names they like should look out for like for donations. Anybody I would know who would be donating, and then just 
I don't remember exactly what it, what they went like the host met me beforehand, but it wasn't it was really casual. Like I guess they didn't want to risk you like choking up or just not you specifically, like by any runners like don't yeah, no pressure or anything, but there's a hundred thousand people watching, just so you know. Don't fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I think any everyone who submits to GDQ kinda like knows what they're getting themselves into. And also well like by submitting you're agreeing to a, like the whole like thing you know there's a whole written thing you have to agree to when you submit so i guess they don't have to go over everything in person yeah yeah that's true i guess i mean it would be kind of strange if someone just applied and i've never watched one of these events ever just kind of like oh i got accepted let's go and it's like oh wait there's how many people watching yeah all right so diving back to to you and uh, your runs um the the uncharted games uh, seems like your your main focus but why why do you speedrun the games that you do um like most of them is just because i like them like uncharted has always been like a series that i like i didn't have a ps3 but i still played all of the ps3 games just at friends houses and stuff um so like i must must be like must have liked them in some way and then when i got a ps4 i, I bought the collection the Nathan Drake collection and uh yeah I, I kind of like it I guess I'm a sucker for like treasure hunting stuff uh, I guess that's what the only reason why I speedrun Uncharted because I like them and you know I like them yeah and what and about the the other games that you run in them are they just like for for fun with friends or um like like Zelda or some... Det- Detroit for example yeah Detroit is just like I, I bought it and I liked it and I wanted to see like because the, the interesting thing about Detroit is like a lot of people would like kind of they, they might just like throw it away because as a speed run because it, it's a walking simulator you know in in some aspects but it the interesting thing about Detroit and, and that kind of games is like how do you find the best way to like go through the, the, the tree of decisions to end up at the fastest outcome, and uh, the Detroit speedrun is pretty funny because it's like it's basically just like kill all the main characters as fast as possible, so the the story can't continue. And that's the legit like finishing the game, just kill the main characters. Yeah, just like mess up everything. <laughs> so there's literally no skill required. Just like do everything wrong, and you're doing it right, kind of not really like you have to pick the the right dialogue options and stuff and you have to know like where you're going and stuff but it's not like it's not like super mario 64 or like a game like that where you have to like have good movement and stuff it's just like if you know the route and you execute it well then like you get a pretty good run yeah like some of the other games like rhyme i did few runs runs off because i got it on ps plus Stuff like that. Some of these games are memes, like Mac. That's a big, big meme. <laughs> I hate that game so much. But, uh, <laughs> Why? What's what's wrong with it? Uh, it's just like the most mediocre thing in the world, and like I, I dislike mediocrity more than more than incompetence when it comes to like art. Is it is it like mediocre, like in terms of gameplay, or more mediocre in terms of speedrunning? Um, actually, the there's like skips and stuff now, 
um, but like my run doesn't do it's, it's basically glitchless. But uh, I haven't. I, I don't really want to do the run with the, the skips. But uh, yeah, it's just like as a game, the the whole like like the design of Mac is interesting, having him be like particles and stuff. But like, just feels uninspired, and like, it's just a platformer. Right. So you we've talked a little bit about, uh, about glitches and skips and those kind of things, and usually, or usually I say, I mean. I think it's mostly trolls, but there's still some people that have the opinion, like when it comes to skips and glitches in speedrunning, and I asked this on Twitter, and the the answer was unanimous. Uh, but what do you do? You reckon it's a form of cheating in some way? Well, obviously, I'm gonna say no, but uh, it's a uh, like the people who who call it cheating. I, I feel like they are the people who don't know anything about speedrunning. Then again, like the the whole thing about the arbitrary code execution in, in Ocarina of Time, had a lot of like experienced uh, speedrunners condemning that route just because it like like they it felt to them like it ruined the the whole story of like any percent of Ocarina of Time, which is like one of the the longest stories of any speedrunning category. But it's like. It's the same as with like people who say glitching is cheating. It's like, um, first of all, speedrunners are are playing these games because they love them, and they've played these games so many times before. So it's not like we're we're doing going fast because we don't enjoy the game. We're going fast because we do enjoy the game. And uh, like, if you, if people don't want to do a route, then just create another category, like we did with Uncharted One. It's like not a problem yeah and i mean i think i think a lot of people who who say these things i think they're not necessarily referring to like um skill skips or executed like small glitches i think usually it's it's uh, if you take uh uh there's there's three games i'm thinking of in particular like there's final fantasy 6 super mario world and uh, the pokemon games they utilize basically manipulating the game's code to just teleport to the end of the game. And that, in a sense, I can see where they're coming from, is a form of cheating. Because you're you're changing the original piece of the game. But at the same time, it's still in the game. They're left by programmers. And the goal is to get to the end as fast as possible. So it's a bit like, it's cheating, but not really cheating if you're trying to see it from their perspective yeah i mean it's like it's, you're not doing anything as long as you're not like using an external program or something i don't like you just like with pokemon you just like just using the game boy to beat the game fast yeah and uh, to me that's not cheating but yeah i can like i can see how people who don't like aren't privy to a lot of speedrunning conventions and stuff are like they might their gut reaction might be like, like oh these people are like, uh skipping my favorite game, like a lot of people like want you to, might like love a game because of the story and if if a person can skip the entire story it's like, oh, like I don't like this, but uh those people don't most often don't don't realize like the the point of speedrunning. Yeah, I think I think that's the the major issue. Like the people who claim people are cheating is usually like 
they don't know enough about speedrunning and what the purpose is. That being said, there are speedrunners who have been caught cheating and legit cheating, like using uh, third-party programs to speed up the frame rate in a game to get a faster time, or when uploading to to YouTube, just splicing uh, between two different runs to get a slightly better time that could be like could be the reason they get world records or something like that. So there there have been cases where people have been caught cheating. Uh, but those people have usually been banned and punished in some sort of way that they're not allowed to ever run that game under any any other uh, username as well. Yeah, and in the, in the end it's like, there's nothing official about these leaderboards we make. It's just like a bunch of people agreeing to a rule, or like agreeing to a set of rules for for playing a video game, and like, uh, the, like there's no like law when it comes to speedrunning, so it's all community based, and every game, like, uh, like with uh, Super Mario Sunshine, they like allowed a hacked save file to skip the the first cutscene, which like, um, which like is problematic in some ways, but uh, I'm not a part of that community, so like, what does it matter with what I think? Yeah, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from. But that that being said, like, it's an interesting. Um, choice of words really that it's it's community based because it is like there's no official we've all kind of agreed that whatever goes up on speedrun.com is like an official time but at the same time there has been cases where like the guinness world book of records have legitimized some speedrunners who have like the fastest fastest run in a game and put them into their official records does that legitimize speedrunning or just one game or as a whole because it's been recognized as an actual thing and an actual world record um in a way i guess but like the guinness book of world records is kind of like uh i see it as uh, like a similar thing to to the, the speedrun.com leaderboards it's only official like in quotations because everyone agrees it is the speedrun.com leaderboards are are only the leaderboards for the games because everyone agrees and there are leaderboards for some games outside of speedrun.com and there's nothing stopping me from um creating a new leaderboard for uncharted and if that picks up steam maybe guinness would like get accept that as as legit so it's like it's it's only official because we agree it is yeah that's a very 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 strong point i mean look at um for example, the Japanese speedrunning community, uh, who do a lot of JRPGs and whatnot, they have their own leaderboards. Like you rarely see uh, Japanese runners post on speedrun.com because they have their own thing for certain games where they post their times and records. But moving on, we're gonna start to to round round things off. Uh, so I have a few more questions left here. But what is the single most impressive speedrun you've seen? That's a, yeah, it's a tough one. Um, like, uh, there's a few few different answers to this, I guess. Like, uh, there's like the more you know about a speedrun, uh, the more impressive something might become. But uh, the, the less you know about a speedrun, something else might be more impressive. So like, like the the speedrunners where like they do arbitrary code execution, like the the current any percent occurring of time runs. Or uh, 
like Super Mario World or Super Mario 3 wall warping, stuff like that is really impressive if you don't know anything about it, but it's also impressive of course if you do, if you do. but um, then like on a personal level, like the Uncharted 1, any percent no air walk, one record is really impressive to me just because I know, like, I know how hard it is. But it might be not might not be like um, immediately evident to a layman like how difficult that run is to pull off. So I guess like so I guess I would say like the any percent run for for uncharted one and then like like long warping runs like any percent ocarina of time uh, like that kind of stuff and of course like like the SM sixty four one twenty star record is always going to be impressive because you know like everyone knows how much time goes into that yeah that effort not only on stream but like the amount of practice that goes into getting that as well it's insane uh but if uh you were to meet up with someone who wanted to get into speedrunning, what what kind of advice would you give them um yeah like i would just tell them to like think of games that you like that you would want to want to like you're interesting to see how how that would be done fast, and then just start at the top. Just like do things, just complete, learn things, complete a run, and just keep at it. Because nobody's gonna be the best at something on their first go, and it's really easy to like to uh, think you you can be good at something. Goes to the the point I made earlier about the mindset. So just like don't expect you're gonna be like don't even expect you're gonna be beating the the person that's lowest on the leaderboard just like play the game and you'll, you'll get better yeah practice makes perfect as they say um and that that was actually the the last question i had there as well uh so we're gonna head into uh the, the little like and end of the stream quick fire round yes sound effects sweet right so basically what, how it's going to be, I'm going to ask you three questions, and the rules are simple. You're not allowed to think about them. You have like a maximum of like ish five seconds to think of an answer. You just got to answer on the top of your head. All right, so we're going to start with the first first question. Round one. What are your top three pizza toppings? Um, pepperoni, um, cream cheese, uh, black pepper. Cream cheese on a pizza? Oh man! What? <laughs> I can't be the first one to react about this. Uh, it's it's like it's pretty common in Iceland, so. Really, I must try that. Like some like cheesy stuff on pizza is really good, and like you need pepperoni is like like you have to have pepperoni, and uh, yeah, I also like pineapple pizza. Yeah, me too. Take that as you may. Me too. It's it, it's, it's like, the right way. Yeah, I like having like the the meatiness of something, some meat, like the salt in the meat, and then like some some like cheese, like a creamy cheese on top of the regular cheese, hmm. um, for like cheesiness, and then you have like maybe pineapple for like fruity stuff to like it, it balances stuff out. Mm, I'm I'm gonna have to check that out for sure, for sure. All right. Round two. If you had to speedrun only one game for the rest of your life, which would it be and why? Yeah, it's gotta be uh, Uncharted One. It's like it's got a it's got a good skill ceiling. So it's also like, and I, I've 
I have the track record and like I have been playing it for two years and I have seen with it, so but I, I will say like as a second pick I would pick Uncharted 2 because that one has the, the highest skill ceiling and it's a really interesting and difficult run. Nice. Round three. Alright, so question number three. Uh, if you were trapped on a desert island that had modern day housing with electricity, plumbing, a bed, a kitchen, a computer, what one item would you bring? Okay. Um I guess I'd pick, like bring some music. Like a record player and some stuff. I don't know if that counts as one thing. Yeah, I guess it could count. What what kind of music would you bring? Um like progressive stuff, progressive rock, metal, stuff like that. That's like those are like my favorites, but my music tastes are pretty broad. I think, like, like, which everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> it's the most common answer. Like, what kind of music do you like? Oh, I like everything. Yeah. Pretty much. I don't like everything, for sure. But I like a lot of yeah. stuff. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So that has been it for uh, the Speedrunning Podcast. Um, I'm going to open up the floor here to you. You can say whatever you want within within reason. Like, don't break the terms of service or that kind of thing. But you can shout out anyone, you can tell everyone where they can find you, what you got going on, and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah. Like, if anyone's mildly interested in speedrunning Uncharted, you could join our Discord. There's a lot of good people there. Um, like, most of my friends from the speedrunning community are I've made through there. Um, shoutouts to all of them, and uh, uh, all the people, all the people who, uh, I talk to on a daily basis on Discord. Um, I don't know if I have anything to do going on, but like you can follow me on on, on Twitch and Twitter if you like. All right, and uh, for those who don't can't see the screen because we're doing this live as well, uh, you can follow Oscari on Twitch, which is at uh, Twitch.tv/Oscari, or on the Twitter, which is at Oscari underscore S R. And my name is Sir Penguins, and you can follow me on Twitch as well, which is uh, twitch.tv slash SirPenguins. Or you can just follow the Speedrunner podcast on their Twitter, which is at SpeedrunPodcast. So this has been episode number five. I've been Sir Penguins. My guest has been Oscari. And thank you all for watching. And the next episode will be out pretty soon. See you guys later.